0: You've tuned in to the Soundcast Stereo. I'm Christopher Coleman, your host, and I believe the best performance of Across the Stars is by Eric Kunzel and the Cincinnati Pops. And I'm on Channel 1. And I'm Eric Woods from Cinematic Sound Radio,
1: and the Crime Buster theme, I think, from Heartbeeps is just as good as the Imperial March. And I'm on Channel 2.
0: And on this Episode 1 of Soundcast Stereo, Eric and myself are going to be talking about the recent news/ slash rumors regarding John Williams's upcoming scoring assignments. So um, late on June 9th, the first report I saw of this was by Scott Matz who was working the red carpet uh, at the just before the FI tribute to John Williams. Uh, and he broke the news on his Twitter account saying as he interviewed Steven Spielberg that he had confirmed that John Williams was going to be doing the uh, upcoming score for the Indiana Jones 5 film. Not long after that, uh, we started to see other bits of news uh, connected to that announcement that it was also quote-unquote confirmed that John Williams would be doing the Star Wars Episode Eight score. Eric, what did you think about that news?
1: Uh, Didn't really surprise me. Um, mm-hmm. because, you know, John Williams work with, works with Spielberg on everything unless he has a heart and back condition. So then that's when Thomas Newman steps in, but, right. uh, yeah, him working on uh, with Steven Spielberg is, a uh, it's an, it's a no brainer. So his, the announcement in Indy five didn't really surprise me. And I'm really just kind of shocked that the internet goes, oh my God, John Williams guess. is on Indy five. It's like, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, don't you follow this guy's career? Um, <laughs> and then, I mean, as for star Wars, um, i don't think there's anything really official out there but i would say that if williams wants to do it kathleen kennedy and lucasfilm will ask him to do it and uh i I don't see why williams can't see this new trilogy to completion again unless he you know sadly passes away or if he does have some issues then um You know, someone else could take over William Ross, maybe Conrad Pope, Alex Laurent Desplat, Mm -hmm. see if how well he does on uh, Rogue One. But, uh, you know, I I think we all want to see Williams uh, finish this and it would be a great kind of bookend to his career if Star Wars nine was the last one, you know, because we all got a pretty good idea of who Williams was after 77. So we got Star Wars and and
0: Star Wars ends his career. It would be just uh, it'd be poetic. It would be, yeah. So and and they give him a frigging Oscar for that'd be awesome as well. And they give him a freaking Hollywood star as well. Everything that'd be awesome. It would be nice if they managed to work that in. Yeah. Well, I was more surprised about Indiana Jones five even coming into existence. Um, <laughs> Me too. I didn't. I didn't think they would do it. Uh, I thought the last one was so disappointing that they're like, you know what, we're done with this. I didn't think Harrison Ford would want to do it, but I, I think. Uh, The Force Awakens kind of awakened him a little bit. And he Mm -hmm. was like, you know, yeah, I like this stuff again. Um, So, you know, I wasn't surprised that John Williams was attached to it. But that the film exists? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, Of course, mixed in there in recent um, days, weeks, I guess, was the announcement of him doing... uh, I don't remember when the official announcement was. Do you for Ready Player One? No, I don't. It seems like it all got commingled together, and all of these announcements. got It almost tied seemed like that. it was like during weeks.
1: the BFG kind of pressers and things like that that it was like, oh yeah, we're going to work on Ready Player One now. So,
0: I think maybe that's the case. Yeah. The case. So I'm um, uh, the thing that that surprised me the most is the specific quote that was taken. Um, and 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 again, this news was broken all over the place. Slash Film uh, has an article on it. Um, John Burlingame, of course, had an interview. It was an interview with John Williams, wasn't it? Yes, I think so. Uh, on variety. Um, and they all pretty much said the same thing inside the same sources. but um, my question is about him really being on episode eight or not officially. He, his quote was to Kathleen Kennedy, "If I can do it, I certainly will." I told Kathleen Kennedy, I'm happy to do it. But the real reason is I didn't want anyone else writing music for Daisy Ridley. So there's a lot even in that in those couple of things. First off, it's not official official. Um it's he will do it if he can do it, um, which makes sense. Uh, I think most everyone would would be quite happy about him doing it. Um, and I would guess, let's see when does it come out, December of next year. Yep. right. Yep. So um, I guess if he wanted to start he could already, but um, I just wanted to back that truck up a little bit because I've seen so many reports that just say yes, he's doing it, done deal. Um, and I wonder if you know with that caveat if I'm able to I will how does then Kathleen Kennedy uh, Disney Lucasfilm approach this do they have someone like ready to back up or do they just commit and then well well you know what if he gets ill or what happens? How do you think they're they'll, they'll, they'll handle that?
1: I don't know that's a that's a really good question and it would you know, they would have to commit to Williams pretty quickly I mean he had, what, roughly six months to score uh, The Force Awakens, and that's mm-hmm. all he was doing. So mm-hmm. I would say that, I mean, when was the announcement for uh, for his official announcement for Force Awakens? Wasn't it a few months beforehand? It was like s- he was announced seven or eight months before the film's something release, maybe? like that. So yeah, I would, I would like suspect that. that we would hear something next year about William's involvement. And, you know, I'm sure he'll start writing... Uh, themes. I'm sure he'll start seeing footage, and if it doesn't, if it, if he doesn't make it, the smart thing for Kathleen Kennedy to do is to go to William Ross, because he was there working on the Force Awakens, and he knows John Williams' his style. John Williams trusts him. I'm pretty sure that Ross was writing some additional music for this film um hmm. especially when Williams was down and out for how long was it it was a few weeks or it was enough to get him out of the Spielberg project right so you know you still have that team together that musical team together that knows the musical blueprint of this new kind of star wars uh trilogy uh it would be tough to bring in somebody brand new and then you got to think about who Rain Johnson has worked with before and how he's going to get along with you know yep. whether it's real William Ross His or brother. whether he's going to bring somebody else in. How that Oops, and that's and that time. terrifies me, absolutely terrifies me. I don't think Kathleen Kennedy's Kennedy's going to let any composer write any type of music than John Williams' styled big orchestral music. You just you can't change styles, uh, you can't. Hopefully not. You can't. I, not. I don't. I don't care what they do with the Star Wars stories films. I honestly don't. Oh, I do. I they I honestly <laughs> I they, they can do whatever they want. I just don't. I don't. That's that's separate. This is the main star Wars. I'm not saying I don't care, (laughs) but I don't like if they, they hire Hans Zimmer for the, for the next Han solo film. It's like, whatever. That's just, that's not the star Wars main story. And I think these nine films need Williams or something like Williams. It's gotta be consistent. So I don't know. I don't know how they're going to handle it. If Williams can't come on board, I don't know who they're going to get. I mean, and JJ Abrams is still a producer. So does right. Abrams say, "Okay, we're bringing Giacchino in"? Yeah. How much pull does he have, or is his name just up there so you know he gets a check at the end of this? I, I'm not sure. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I would think he would have some pull, and, and that would be the that would be the the the, the expected uh, move mm-hmm. if that happened. Um, but you know, we if we go back to, uh, to some of the official SoundCast episodes, I forget which one it is now, sixty something, seventy something, um, when we talked about. You know, when Star Wars was announced, just the whole Disney buying Lucas thing, and immediately we start, oh, who's going to score it? Blah, blah, blah. Um, You know, we talked about Williams, and we talked about potential others. In my mind, I had already gotten used to the idea that Williams might not score the next three of the saga. Um, So, And I can still get my mind around that. Um, Obviously, it would be somewhat disappointing. And if we can have John Williams, let's have him. But... You know, I can see it happening. Not that I want anything bad to happen to him or anything, but if if that change happened, I I wouldn't be freaking out about it. I'd just be like, okay, this is how it's going to be. Let's hope for the best, uh, no matter who they get to do it. Um, I I think internet will lose its mind if something like that happened. But I think we should prepare ourselves because it's going to happen eventually. Absolutely, I think I I agree
1: completely. I just feel sorry for the composer that's got to come in and fill Williams' shoes.
0: Yeah, because you'll have Joe Joe average guy out there who never thinks about film music. All of a sudden, riding someone's butt about right. him not being John Williams—that yes. would be that would really tick me off if I was a composer. Yes, because they wouldn't pay attention otherwise. That's right. Um, so, what about the second part of his statement where he says, "I didn't want anybody else writing music for Daisy Ridley"? What do you think about that? It's quite
1: sweet. When he said it, uh, I think I listened to a concert that he. Uh, was conducting uh, with the Boston Pops a few weeks ago. And he just, it's like he's in love. He's in love with Daisy Ridley. And uh, i th- it's really, r- I don't know whether that's rare or whether, a comp- you know, where a composer has such a, a connection to a certain character, but you can feel it in the music. He got the character and uh, I think there's a lot of, there's just a lot of warmth there's a lot of love there's a lot of emotion there and i think it's great to see this 80 something year old man just kind of stand up and say nope she's she's mine (laughs) she's mine (laughs) she's mine you can't touch her and uh i I think it's 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 sweet it's great it's it's wonderful to hear and um I, i don't know i mean would he let I've never heard him say that before. Me either. I've never heard you a composer know, say it's anything really quite like that, unique. Really. And I and I I just love the passion. I really do. I love. It's genuine, and that's what I like about it too. This isn't some sort of PR stunt or whatever. It's just genuine, and it, it's not um, uh, it's not forced. It's just hey, yeah. here's what I here's what I feel about the girl, and 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 I and I really loved writing the music for her. I love the character. I love her. I think it's just absolutely fantastic. Puts a smile on my face, uh,
0: yeah, that was my initial reaction too and and then the the cynic side of me starts to talk back, and I started to think about you know, well, you know someone else might be having to write some music for her how are you you know what if you're just not physically able? Mm-hmm. you know how are you gonna deal with that? are you mm-hmm. gonna support the guy or Oh I think he will. Who's, who's, I don't think there's anything you know, uh he won't
1: have anything bad to say about it. I think he just he just wants to see this to the end. And he'll be he'll be jealous, but it won't be like, you can't touch it. I'm going to have to get in there and write themes for her. And then, you know, you can take over. No, I think he'll just he'll be jealous that he won't be able to to do it. So I think that's what's keeping him going. I think that's what's keeping him interested in Star Wars all these years. It's the chance to write for. Um, for Ray, for Daisy Ridley. Not so much the action music and all the characters that he's, you know, the new characters and the old characters. It's yeah. it's Daisy that keeps him going. And I think that's just absolutely fantastic. And, uh, I, yeah.
0: I wonder how much he knows of the plot because, mm. you know, he's established her theme pretty strongly mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. So if he's still really looking forward to writing music, quote-unquote, for her, uh, it seems to me that he must know some of the twists and turns that are going to happen of how he would then take that theme and modify it and change it or you know however he's going to work with it Uh, it's clearly not just going to be okay and then we just continue to use this theme like the force theme over and over and over and over and over and over again there's going to be more to it and and that that little bit if that's a part of why he's saying what he's saying um, excites me, because it's like, oh, okay, so we know her theme, but you're not done with it yet. right um, And of all the things he could be attached to, I mean, we're dealing with Luke Skywalker here. I mean, he has a theme that John Williams wrote in 1976 or 1977, whenever he wrote it, um, and he's got 40 years of that theme. You know, to think that, uh, well, maybe they're completely, maybe they're moving away from that theme, it looks like they are, mm-hmm. but you would think that He's like, look, I've got, I've got Leia, I've got Luke, I've got Chewbacca, I've got all these classic characters that I've written music for, but yet he's like, no, this new character is the one I don't want anyone writing music for. Where I was be like, don't touch Luke, right. I write Luke music. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. No, but He's, that's exactly he's yeah. grabbed onto this new person, right. you know, this new character, yeah. which is, which is, which is cool on is. That, on, in that way. Yeah, that's exactly
1: that way. the way I, I was thinking. You know, he doesn't say this about. Indiana Jones. He didn't say about Darth Vader. He didn't say it about Harry Potter. Um, yeah, he he's got a just this attachment to Daisy Ridley and to Ray, and it's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. Which just shows that there's inspiration there still. There's he just wants to move forward and and, and get into it. And I think that's uh, it's it's what's really driving him. And uh, and I also think that he's got again hopefully. You know, they're they they going to move away from, you know, the fan service that they did in, in Episode 7 and go a completely I different so. direction now. And there's yeah. so much that hopefully is new for him to explore. And now he gets to expand on a new trilogy of music instead of relying on already established characters. Although, I mean, Leia's still going to be there. But now you got, you know, you got Finn, you got Poe, mm-hmm. those two guys together. You can establish their theme. You can establish... Mm-hmm. God, who knows what? So the Knights of Ren, um, you know, maybe yeah. they get something new. It, it's just he gets to play with Kylo's theme again. Maybe he makes a big, yeah. m- you know, uh, military type march for him. There's just so much. And that's what's so that's what's so great about Williams being on board. And hopefully he's on board because there's just so much to explore and it's, it's going to be great to see him kind of finish it, hopefully, in the next couple of yeah, years. and definitely. Um,
0: at, at least get to writing some themes. Yes. Let him know what the story is going to be through episode nine, who the main characters right. are, and just let him write that. If someone else has to adapt the work, William yeah. Ross or whomever. Oh, I'm fine with that. Hey, we're good with that. Yeah. We're good with that. Yes. You know? For sure. Um, so uh, we didn't talk too much about Indiana Jones 5 musically. I mean, who know? I mean, if they do aliens in four, who knows where they're going with this one? I mean, I wonder if it's going to be a flashback deal, where you know it's young Indiana Jones, um, bookmarked book or bookended with old Indiana Jones. Um, I have no idea, but but with Lucas not being involved, I presume that I'm, I'm. Assuming it's going to go back to more of a classic Indiana Jones type of tale.
1: I'm yeah, um, I'm wondering whether Spielberg's
0: gonna want Lucas back into it or whether he's gonna
1: have some sort of involvement. But I'm sure that I guess Lucas doesn't want anything to do with Lucasfilm now, so
0: I don't think so. The last thing I read about Lucas, he says I'm officially retired from filmmaking. That's interesting. Period. Hmm. So no more animated, crazy elf in the forest film what was the name of that that last anime i don't know my, m- my daughter tried to watch it once and she turned it <laughs> off like after 15 minutes so <laughs> it was terrible yeah. and that's the way he wanted to go out right but I, I would be surprised if he's involved but musically i mean you no know we'll probably get all the classic indiana stuff i guess but, but I, know, I, I did it, you like the did you like the indiana forest score
1: uh i liked portions of it i liked the themes Mutz theme mm-hmm. i could give or take, but I loved Irena's theme. I love the skull theme. Um, uh, The, the, the complete jungle chase is a lot of fun, especially some of the alternate stuff that Williams wrote for the jungle chase. It's really, really, really good. Um, But there's some weird, you know, comedic music in there that seems more. And I know that there's some of it in, in, in previous Indiana Jones films, but it's that real kind of Mickey mouse cutesy type of, action the basket, music the basket the, the basket stuff, that's the basket chase doesn't bother me it really yeah, fit that scene it. because it was a weird kind of maze and it was kind of fun what i missed was a sense of danger especially during the motorcycle chase uh through um uh the college and it was oh, just I love that scene yeah I lo- I, the scene's fine i just find that the he music's like the music. too kind of just kind of too on and cutesy and mm. there was a lot of interesting stunt work there, where the danger—it just didn't seem like Indy was in danger.
0: I it, think they were playing it for fun. Though, I think so not, too. It was, you know, but it's
1: still at least, at least Scherzo with motorcycle and orchestra still has a sense that you know there's 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 some danger involved. It's still fun, but it's there at least yeah. is a chance that the Nazis could could get him. But this one was just kind of in that real kind of cutesy. Uh, I can't really describe it. It just, those high marimbas and the high flutes doing all that kind of weird twinkling stuff. It just, it just seemed more like a cartoon. than yeah, I can hear that. And that's what kind of bothered me about it. Like the, the snake or se- uh, the uh, the quicksand sequence, which is just so bad. And it yeah. just is all, it's all very, it's all comic music. And, and it's, the tone was all, all wrong. However, when you get, to the end sequence, there is that kind of miracle of the archetype music when you right. know, the aliens all come together, they disintegrate Irina. And then when finally the, uh, the, the flying saucer takes off, there's some really wonderful music that was written. So it's, it's kind of hit and miss for me. Um, and I think that just based on the film that Williams got too, it just was um, kind of a, a a mess. So I don't know what they're going to do with five. I, I, I really think it should just die. And, uh, it just, I don't think, I don't think Indy should die. I just think the whole series should just end and, and that's it. It's, it's tiring. I've got a great story in my mind of what I think it should be and how it should
0: end. It's just, he's... He's old, and I don't. The ending was was so perfect from uh, Last Crusade. Oh, it was. You're riding off into the sunset. Yes, done, and a great title too. And a great title. It was the Last Crusade. The Last Crusade. Yeah, Yeah. they had the Last Crusade, kinda. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So now he's
1: married. Now he's got a kid, and it's he's there's there's
0: old jokes, and it's like, come on, you. It was it was the last one was so poorly written that. If they can get someone to write a good story, I it's the same I mean, guy. It's the same guy. Oh, is it it's, David Yeah, Kemp? David Kelp is, is coming back.
1: Oh God. You know, well, all right. But then again, he wrote Spider Man and Spider Man two, so those are good well, movies and so those aren't um, that's no that's not convincing me. <laughs> I don't I don't like well, he got, what did, he do, <laughs> he, did, did he do? Jurassic Park. I think he did Lost World. Did he do
0: Jurassic Park? I think he adapted Jurassic Park. I didn't well he was working from a pretty good pretty good sort but then of Then then he wrote Lost World, so Oh, well, yeah. then. Okay, you see, I'm not, this is not a good, <laughs> this is not for voting well. This is not voting well at all. <laughs> um, we'll see, though. I mean, you know, it's going to be, if Williams is doing it, it's going to be good. It'll on, be, yeah, on it'll some be level. entertaining. Where it falls on his spectrum of good is a whole nother thing, but right. um, it will be something we, we want to listen to. Yeah. Um, so you've got potentially, well, you've got Indiana Jones, you've got Ready Player One, mm-hmm. you've got potentially Star Wars 8. Of those three, which one are you most excited about and anticipating? Uh,
1: Ready Player One, just because I have no idea what to expect. So, um, and I'm really really not that close to the source material. I just know it is a futuristic story. Uh, And I'm kind of interested to maybe hear Williams working with some electronics again, which would be Mm. quite... Uh, unique, and that's that's what would really interest me about it, that he finds somebody who's, you know, really good with, um, you know, electronics and synthesizers and samples, and I hope it's not Junkie XL, and <laughs> <laughs> It'd be although, great to get although, some more Michael Jackson th- Although, Cincinnati. who knows, man, awesome. maybe that combination would be wild, Williams orchestral oh music gosh. and some pretty crazy electronics, I, I, I don't know I just think that that I would be just a it. new sound I mean, you got this guy, he's 80 years old, and all of a sudden he's, he's playing around with you know, he's, he's changing his music again. And, but I think yeah. it, yeah, it'd be something like around the, AI and Minority Report. Then that's I would exactly be, what I was expecting. I would be pretty happy with that. So, yeah. but I'm pretty excited about that one. That one I'm, I'm pretty excited about. And then, of course, we got, we got BFG coming up in the next month or so. And I have no idea what to expect for that. So, I mean, you've heard the bits and pieces. I've heard that bits were and pieces of it. Right? And they sound like, yeah. they sound wonderful.
0: Yeah. Um, it sounds like typical Williams right. stuff. Latter, ladder Williams fantasy mm-hmm. kind, of, kind of vibe mm-hmm. yeah but harry Potter-ish. yeah so um, this is yeah. the harry
1: potter sequel score that we you know we never got never so. got yeah um i i i and you know, there's a possibility we're going to get four brand new john williams scores by the end of 2000 uh what 17 so uh, 18 or 19 or whatever it is 19, I, mean, I don't, yeah. I, don't, I, don't now,
0: I don't know how he makes it to 2019 but well, well, see, that's the thing. You know, I, I put down the, the titles that he's done since 2011. Um, and 2011 was the last time he did two scores in a single year right. War Horse and Adventures of Tintin. Right. Uh, 2012, he did one score of Lincoln. 2013, one score of The Book Thief. 2015, Force Awakens. Uh, this year, The BFG. So, 2017, Star Wars Episode 8. Uh, 2018, Redder Player 1. And. Uh, Star Wars Episode Nine in 2019. If he's doing that, I now
1: Indiana Jones is what's slated for summer of 19. Is is that right? So I mean, he's going back to
0: back to back to back here. Yeah, that's where I start to get a little hesitant on this. That's a pretty aggressive schedule For for him, who's not been ramping up. He's been he's been doing less and less and less. Yeah, and these are major. You know, these are all major movies that you're going to have major scores yeah. with a lot of, you know, going to be a lot of work for, for sure. Him. So that's where my concern comes in about seeing, you know, putting expectations that he's going to be doing all of these things. Absolutely. For sure. I mean, no one's guaranteed anything, no matter how old or young you are, mm-hmm. but none, nonetheless, that many scores in that amount of time and the size and complexity, potentially of those scores, that's, that's going to be asking a lot. I, I hope he can do it, but, but I have concerns now. Of all of those, of course, Star Wars for me, by far, is the one I'm most anticipating because it's Star Wars and it is synonymous. John Williams is synonymous with Star Wars. And even though The Force Awakens isn't my favorite of his Star Wars scores, it's still delightful in so many ways and uh, a couple of really great themes. There's still no one else I would want to see or hear do a Star Wars score, especially the main saga films. So... That's one I'm most anticipating, but at the same time, I'm holding it very loosely in my hand because it's unless he was scoring it right now. I'm like, until that's happening, uh, you know, I'm holding it. I'm going to hold it loosely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So any f- final thoughts on on all of this? John Williams news in the last four or five days tonight. In fact, uh, he comes on that they, they, they're going to play. This AFI tribute on uh, at least here in the U.S. on TNT, so I imagine it'll be an hour. or So I look forward to watching that. Hopefully, there's nothing in there that would contradict or taint this discussion we're having. But um, any final thoughts about this?
1: No, it's just really a uh, quite an exciting time uh, to be a Williams fan because you know he's he's working in two of his most popular film series. He's working still with his his best friend Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Uh, all that's gonna come out of this is, I would say, true inspiration and some great film music, and all we can hope is that Williams, you know, gets to 2019. Um, you know, he's looking a little frail. Um, he's sounding a little. He's sounding his age. Sure. But I think that if he can get to, if he can get to Star Wars Episode Nine, and then call it quits, I don't think anybody is going to be disappointed. No. Reason being is nobody. In their right mind, ever expected a new trilogy of Star Wars film scores and a fifth Indiana Jones film score? It's it just who would have thought back in seventy seven and eighty one that you would be saying you know (laughs) twenty years into the new millennium you're going to hear Williams still writing Star Wars and and Indiana Jones music? It just blows me away, absolutely blows me away. So it's a good time to be a film score fan.
0: It is. The only thing I miss not hearing from Spielberg or Williams is that he's working on the next Tintin, which I, know. I love that. And I love that. Yeah. score. That's probably my favorite score of his in the last, I don't know. I'm, I'm six, with seven you. Years. I'm with you. He set I mean, that, that up that's so perfect. brilliantly. Yeah. It's a perfect, perfect vehicle for, yes. for John Williams. Yes. Talent. Absolutely. And, I, and I'm disappointed that we're not hearing that that's happened. I know. Um, maybe they'll work it in. Who knows? Um, but I hope they do, you know, Uh, somewhere in the next few years. That'd be great. Um, All right, well, that's going to wrap up. This is the first official episode of of Soundcast Stereo. Eric, thanks so much for taking some time out of your night to to talk about Williams. I know it's not a chore to ever talk about Williams. But um, uh, tell the people where they can find and follow you online. Sure, uh, you can follow
1: me at uh, Radio on Twitter, uh, follow me on Facebook at uh, Cinematic Sound, or you can listen to the the show at CinematicSound.net, and uh, check us out on iTunes as well. We are
0: all over the place. It's a- yeah, you are. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can uh, find and follow us uh, at Track Sounds on Twitter. If you want to find follow me personally, you can do so at C Coleman. Uh, check us out on Facebook. We're there. Track Sounds is there. Um, if you're looking to listen to more episodes of soundcast stereo or the uh, mothership podcasts the soundcast you can do so we're on itunes we're in most podcatchers out there we have our own rss feed at tracksounds.com we would love to hear from you let us know what you thought of episode one we got a lot of good feedback from episode zero where we talked about what did we talk about talked about the MCU, basically, and Alan Silvestri coming on to that. Um, We got a lot of good feedback about that episode, and hence, this is why Episode 1 is coming to you now. So we'd love to hear what you think about uh, the format the episode, but moreover, what you think about John Williams and this news. Do you think he's going to go all the way through 2019 and do episode eight and nine what do you think about that what are your feelings what are your expectations let us know also you can email uh soundcast at tracksounds.com if you prefer to do that or you can leave us a voicemail um on our speakpipe widget which you can find at tracksounds.com as well so that's going to do it for episode one we thank you all for listening so much and until our next episode we want to tell you to stay balanced
1: I like that. I like that.
0: The I like that. stay
1: down? Yeah, it went over my head for like a second. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> don't
0: go I out of phase. <laughs> Keep your knob in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> That's, even... <laughs> That's even better.